Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. We gotta give a big Tasmania kudos. Kudos to Diego the Giant Tortoise. Back in 1977, there was less than 20 giant tortoises left on Espanola Island, which is in the Galapagos, okay? There's about 14, 14 of these giant, beautiful, magnificent creatures left. And the past 43 years, one tortoise has stepped up to the plate to repopulate. One? Diego the tortoise. And his job, his work is now done. He's successfully humped the species back into prominence. Wow. And he's a turtle, so it took them 40 years. <laughs> he's a tortoise. Are tortoises and turtles the same thing? Uh, I, they're from the same family, but tortoises, I think, are a lot bigger. Yeah. Than well, this, out in the ocean. this is what a tortoise sounds like when it's mating. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> Sound familiar, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Today I realized I'm a tortoise. <laughs> Part tortoise. Yeah, except you're much faster, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> Sounds like some boring sex. <laughs> That's usually the noise that uh, your partner's making yeah. during sex, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> Here, let's compare that. So this is the turtle. This is this is that video that went viral a couple of years ago of the turtle humping a shoe. Remember yeah, that yeah. one? <laughs> It's pretty cute until you put your shoe on and you find out the secret of the ooze. (laughs) (laughs) So they call him Super Diego now because he's uh, responsible for about 800 tortoise children. Researchers say lady tortoises find him extremely attractive for some reason. Oh, because he's the last tortoise on earth. (laughs) He's now over 100 years old and he's started to have trouble mating. And unfortunately, there's no little blue pill for for tortoises. (laughs) Female tortoises find him attractive for some reason. (laughs) Come on, listen to this guy. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Well, this is an interesting story here. There's a uh, 44-year-old billionaire named Yusaku Mazawa in Japan, and he's single, looking for a girlfriend. He's ready to mingle. If you are the lucky lady that has chosen to be his girlfriend, your first official date is going to be on the moon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This is seriously, he is one of the first people to buy a private trip to the moon from SpaceX. And we we're just looking it up. When's uh, when's that 
ship expected to take off, Jim? The SpaceX is expected to land on uh, the moon in 2022. I don't know when the public flights are supposed to be open, but they are taking offers now. Yeah, so he's going to be one of the first ones up there. In the next three or four years, it sounds like. He's looking for single women over 20. Uh, Applications are due by Friday. (laughs) And this will be part of a reality show. (laughs) Okay? So, you know, there's a couple red flags here. Yeah. One, if the date doesn't go well, you're stuck on the moon with the guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not good. And, and second, if he expects to go to the moon on your first date, how long till he asks to go to Uranus? <laughs> it is a big commitment. Yeah. Like, I know people who won't even go out to dinner on a first date. They'll go for coffee because you're locked sure. in for two hours when it comes to dinner. You're on the moon and you can't get your friend to send you a fake text message. <laughs> Oh, jeez, my dog's sick. I've got to go. Mm-hmm. You're, you're stuck up there for a while. <laughs> and uh, you're eating blue cheese, right? <laughs> All that tang. <laughs> tang? No. Yeah. A nice romantic dinner out of a, out of a pouch. <laughs> if you're interested, again, Friday is the deadline for applicants. Women over 20 could be going to the moon with a billionaire. They made me what I am. A son of the land. A king of the seas. I am the protector of the deep. I am... Aquaman. And I'm coming to St. Thomas, Ontario. (laughs) Jason Momoa, Aquaman, is going to be filming a TV series for an extended period in St. Thomas, Ontario. And we've got uh, Sean Dyke on the phone. He is the CEO of the St. Thomas Economic Development Corporation. Morning, Sean. Morning. St. Thomas quickly becoming Hollywood North Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I got to give some kudos to Elgin County's economic development team because it really is them that are attracting all of this stuff into into our region, and it's it's really going to be a, a big impact on uh, the whole community and London, St. Thomas, Elgin County, everyone. Going to be shooting outside the uh, former psychiatric hospital, which if you're driving uh, through St. Thomas on the way to Port Stanley, everyone knows that uh, that historic building there. It's been used in a number of productions. I knew it was in the Guillermo del Toro uh, Scary Stories movie, but I didn't realize uh, a show that I got into on Amazon Prime, The Boys, fantastic show. They filmed, did some filming at the uh, psychiatric hospital in St. Thomas, too. Yeah, there's actually been quite a few uh, different productions done there over the last little while. Uh, and this one, the, the unique thing about this one is both the length, the scale, and actually just the fact that it'll be filmed outside. Momoa's going to be around. Aquaman is going to be around for months, right? That's right, yeah. They're filming from February until July. Holy moly. Just enough time for us to become best friends with them, Taz. <laughs> My new life goal. Two. We've got two goals. One, we need Aquaman uh, Jason Momoa to call into the show too. We got to have a beer with that guy. Like he is, I don't, I can't think of another celebrity that both men and women would be excited to see on the streets of St. Thomas. Right. He seems like a cool dude. Like undeniably. 
Yeah. He's like a guy that would steal your girlfriend and you'd be like, all right. I get it. I get it. it. <laughs> all right. You have fun, you two. Sean, do we know where Aquaman's staying? I, I don't know. And if I did, I'm not sure I'd be allowed to tell you. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming he's going to be, he's going to be part of the community for a while. So he's going to be out of bars and stuff. We got to put a, um, a reward out there. If somebody bumps into him, if you get Jason Momoa to call into the Taz show, we got to give you a prize. We'll talk to uh, the higher up, see if we can get a cash reward. Yeah. You, you think he'll be out in St. Thomas drinking? Is that he, Absolutely. Yeah. Unwinding, he'll go out for meals. And you'd assume these people, how many people are coming in as part of the production? Because it's going to be pretty substantial, I'm assuming. Yeah, you know, there's going to be hundreds of production people, potentially over, you know, over a thousand at some points of the of the show. Uh, you know, over the next few months, there's there's going to be a lot of hotel rooms booked, lots of restaurants utilized, and obviously the shopping and catering and everything. It's it's really is a big economic impact. Yeah, he, he's a beer drinker. I've seen yeah. I've seen Jason Momoa on talk shows and stuff, and he loves pounding back some brewskis. So we got to get him on the show. We need to have a beer with him, and then we need to. Move to Hollywood with them afterwards. <laughs> yeah, become best friends. You know. <laughs> so yeah, if someone if someone gets a shot of him coming out of the water in Port Stanley, we'll be using it for marketing. <laughs> exactly. So they're looking for extras for this thing as well, right? Yeah, on January twenty first. If you want to be an extra on the show, you got to come uh, into St. Thomas to the Elgin Center at Fanshawe Career and Employment Services. Uh, they'll be there all day, basically just taking pictures of people and uh, putting together a list of potential extras for the show. And is there anything in particular they're looking for, or just if you're over 18, you have a chance to be on the show? I think you've got a shot if you're over 18. They they did mention to me that the, the cast is pretty ethnically diverse. Uh, so obviously, if you come from different backgrounds, they're, uh, they're certainly looking for a number of people that would fit that, uh, that category. Right. And you will get paid for your work. Could be long work days, they're saying, but you will get uh, compensated, and you could be in a television show with Jason Momoa. The show is called C. What's the plot of the thing, Jim? Okay, so the premise of the show is that a virus has hammered Earth, leaving only 2 million people alive and all without sight. The survivors and their descendants must find new ways to interact, build, hunt, and survive. Wow. So it sounds like uh, a mix of a bird box and a quiet, quiet place. place or, yeah. hmm. That's, that, that would be terrible if you couldn't see the beauty and the splendor that is St. Thomas. You're in the town, but you couldn't see it. Oh, the irony. Yeah. The eye. Renee. <laughs> okay, well, I have a feeling that you have a pretty good chance of coming into contact with Jason Momoa at some point, Sean. So remember, we are putting a cash reward out there to get him on the Taz Show. If you can get him to call us, we'll, uh, we'll hook you up, okay, buddy? We'll keep that in mind. Thanks. <laughs> Jason Momoa coming to St. Thomas, Ontario. Keep your eyes peeled. Neil Peart. Being remembered over the weekend by many. We, we're just isolating some of his drum tracks here in the studio. So, uh, Tom Sawyer. Listen to this, man. That's, that's amazing. Huh. 
friend of mine uh, bought a house in Toronto. It used to belong to Neil Peart. Really? Yeah. And the basement, I don't know if they ended up renovating and, and tearing it all out, but in the basement, there were speakers behind all four walls in this one room, speakers in the ceiling, and he'd just sit there and have the sound coming at him from all directions while he was drumming. Wow. Pretty remarkable. If they, I'm sure they're kicking themselves now if they... If they pulled that all out and, and did a renovation. Yeah, it's slightly impractical, <laughs> right. but, but you the can, legacy. You can make a shrine. You can charge admission to Rush fans yeah. uh, uh, to check that place out. And there's a lot of them internationally loved, uh, the band around the world, and Neil especially, not just his drumming, but also the fact that he wrote the majority of the lyrics to the songs. Here's uh, Billy Corrigan from the Smashing Pumpkins talking about how much uh, how much he loved Neil Peart's lyrics. The thing I loved about Neil was he took very complex metaphysical themes and he was able to put them in a way that everybody could understand. And whether he was ripping off Shakespeare or he was quoting his own heart, he was able to do it in a way that never felt snobby or always felt like he was in the room talking to you. And here's Neil talking about his uh, process when it comes to writing lyrics. Words can carry different freight for different people, of course, but those who do have the sensitivity to pay the kind of attention to lyrics that I put into them, it's wonderful to connect that way, to feel that you're not playing down to anyone. We've always had the impression that people are just as smart as we are, so if we can figure this stuff out, they can too, you know? And we're not being that, that terrible, damning word, pretentious. We're not pretending anything. This is really what turned us on this year, you know? Lyrically, it's always been a reflection of my times and the times I observe. But everyone is a reflection of me. Neil Peart, gone at age 67, but just such fantastic music and an amazing legacy left behind. Noise! Bad noise! Five minutes before critical mass. Critical what? Huh? Ah, it's my problem! We're doomed! Sector <laughs> 7G is now being isolated. There's some audio from uh, the Pickering nuclear power plant on the weekend. <laughs> Holy cow! Talk about a, uh, a scare. 7.30 in the morning. This message pops up on people's phones wakes them out of a dead sleep with a loud alert noise says emergency alert this is a province of ontario emergency bulletin with a which applies to people within 10 kilometers of the pickering nuclear generating station an incident was reported at the pickering nuclear generating station there has been no abnormal release of radioactivity from the situation and emergency staff are responding People near the Pickering Nuclear Generating Station do not need to take any protective actions at this time. Remain tuned to local media for further information and instructions. Doesn't sound good. No. Although it says no need to worry, like, why is this message going out? I've watched the, the miniseries Chernobyl. Yeah. 
that's what they tell you when there <laughs> is need to panic. That there is no problem? When, well, yeah, when you should be panicking, they uh, will say there's no reason to panic. Because you're already dead. <laughs> Why start a riot right. on top of that? Just relax. Yeah. Have a cup of tea. You're already dead. <laughs> well, I hope that's not what happened in Pickering. No, it's not. Because uh, another that that one was retracted, and then another alert went off uh, a little while later, saying that uh, whoops, sorry, we accidentally uh, put that message out there. I guess they were doing some sort of training exercise. Pressed the wrong button and sent that alert that there was some sort of nuclear issue. In Pickering out to the entire province. That's what they say, but who's doing training exercises at 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning? Or did the training exercise post-date the alarm to, you know, it just it's such a weird timing for this to happen. Yeah, maybe it's a downtime, right? There's not a lot of people around, so if you're going to do training, you do it on a weekend. Weekend workshop? Yeah. Maybe? Little, I don't know. A little nuclear workshop there? I'd be a little upset if I had to go in on a Sunday at 7. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Retraction alert went out at 9-11, so there was about an hour where people thought that their faces may melt (laughs) off. I hope some people unloaded some secrets or divorced their husband or something. something. Before our faces melt off, I just want to tell you I've been sleeping with your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you tell me that? Who's like me? Did anyone else, as soon as they saw this, get their uh, the maps out on their phone and find Pickering and figure out how many kilometers away you were <laughs> from the Pickering nuclear power plant? How much time I got? <laughs> right. Uh-oh. I'm 11 kilometers away. <laughs> Should I still be running for the hills? Tons of rain. We got as much rain over uh, the weekend from Friday until Sunday as we usually get the entire month of January. 75.9 millimeters. I'm sure some people had major issues with uh, flooding in their basements. I had a small puddle in my cold room. Just had one listener call in, say it's going to cost me about five grand to fix. Yeesh. Oh. I'm going to go for a uh, second opinion here. Hi, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? Hey, that uh, crack in your basement? Yeah. I'd probably lean more towards uh, doing a crack injection myself. (laughs) I know. Come on, guys. Uh, There's a a couple ways we could go with the old crack injection jokes. It's not like I said (laughs) doo-doo. (laughs) And is that something you need to dig up the front of the house for, or can you do it from the inside? Thank you. Uh, You do it from the inside, so it's way less invasive. Yeah. And if you call a place, like, I used to work for a drainage company, but I moved up. Um, And, you know, you should be budgeting anywhere from $600 to $1,000, and then that's warranted work. There's no bullshit around, no cobbling up stuff, and... I'd take $1,000 if it meant my basement's not going to fill with water one day. <laughs> well, the big, the big thing is is it's not invasive, right? You're not right. ripping out your front step, and you're not doing a bunch of bullshit. Mark, go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. Hello? Hello! Uh, all those guys that you were talking to are right about it as far as just doing an injection from the inside. And the guy that told you it was $5,000, just run away from that guy. <laughs> so all you got to do is go on the outside and have a look. You can find the crack on the outside. Okay. Right? Concrete has no elasticity. It will neither expand nor contract. So if there's a crack there, you'll be able to see exactly where it is. Now, is, are you in this business, Mark? Or is this your... Uh... I'm, I'm doing three today, and I've got to do uh, two tomorrow. 
Yeah, what company do you work for? I own Dalco Foundation Coating and Spraying. Okay. So the phones are ringing off the hook after all this rain, eh? Uh, yeah, I was going to throw it in the water, actually. <laughs> this water seems to be coming in right at the very bottom where the floor meets the uh, the wall. Is that normal? Well, that, that could be hydrostatic pressure. And if you have a, a water that's rising underneath the floor, okay, you've been to the beach, you try to stick a beach ball in the uh, water, it wants out, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course well, it does. So, so you take some water and then you pressurize it by putting a slab over top. Guess where it's coming out? Right at the cold drain where your floor meets your wall. And what do I do about that? Well, do you have a do you have weeping tile around your house? Tons of it. There you go. Go to your sump pump pail. Measure down eight inches. Take the biggest drill bit you got, preferably with a uh, cordless uh, screw gun. Drill <laughs> some holes in it, and then watch the water come puking in, and then that will lower the water water table in your uh, fruit cellar and you've solved your problem for yourself oh wow mm. and what does he use the beach ball for again sorry this is a lot of information <laughs> you know what mark just stay on hold here i may need you to come to my house later today i don't trust myself to do any of this stuff all right that's the taz show podcast make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and remember you can tune in on the radio 95.9 on the uh, dial in the london area that's fm 96 or fm 96.com